Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Monday, you guys. Um, I believe uh, we're now we're back to not having Burt Kreischer, and Uh-oh. we are going to have Paul Holes, a retired, I don't know. It's Jake, Jake, it's hard to tell with Jake. Jake is, Jake is now juggling everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Jake, so... I assume that we're not. We're dead on Bert, and we are. We are going to take Paul Holes, the real life nightmare guy from the Golden State Killer. Hang on one second. Hang on. I might have Bert. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. We have an update, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this is every day, all day for us. If you guys had any idea, like any idea at all, because I'm, I'm just sorry. I apologize. I'm just trying to prepare myself for and the listeners for what they should expect. Right. So we may or may not have Bert here in a moment. So, uh, who I love, uh, and Bert's great. But yeah. listen, man, it's five o'clock. It's six. It's six twenty in the morning in L.A. Like it's yeah. early. He's up. He sounds uh, like he just got up. Well, yeah, he did. It's six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> this poor bastard. It's six o'clock in the morning there. I didn't invent time zones. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's very comforting to Bert that you did not invent time zones. Born November 3rd in Tampa, Florida, he is a stand-up comedian who has starred in his own Comedy Central special, Comfortably Dumb, his Showtime special, The Machine, and the Netflix specials, Secret Time, and Hey Big Boy. You can listen to his Burt Jazz podcast, his podcast with Tom Segura, Two Bears One Cave, and last week saw the release of the trailer for the upcoming film based on one of his most legendary stories, The Machine. Please welcome, longtime friend of the show, Bert Kreischer. <laughs> Can I just apologize that it's just so early where you live, Bert? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wait, sorry. I just woke up. I'm sorry, man. Listen, and I thank you. Uh, and I just apologize for being, you know, even it's at 630 in the morning there. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I, uh, I just quit drinking again today. <laughs> <laughs> your first day i will send you a chip you uh i gave i gave i went oh I, we got done sober october and it was my birthday so we had a big party weekend and i woke up this morning and i was like all right i gotta get ready to shoot my special time yeah. to get back to work yeah because you got another special coming up right yeah shoot it on the 17th and 18th in omaha holy cow just up the road man that'll be a great day omaha is a fantastic place for that stuff oh yeah those shows sold out like they sold out Within like an hour, all of them. Do you? Because to me, so much of your comedy has always been—it's life. It's—it's it's your observations. You've always been a great, very, very much a Carlin-esque look at the world. 
And, you know, do you ever worry about running out? Like, like going, oh, man, like, have I covered this before? Like, is this going to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's terrifying. I told, I told someone the other day, I feel like I told all my good stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, which means you have to continue living them, right? Like, the machine... The first time I met you, you spun that yarn, and in front of my eyes, I just, you became a completely different human being. We talked about, you know, wrecking uh, mopeds and motorcycles in, in Thailand and, and in, yeah. in Vietnam and, 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 and just everything. And I, by the end, I was like, I want this guy to be my best friend forever. <laughs> because those stories, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I look back fondly on those days when I first come into radio and I had all these stories fighting a bear and yeah, uh, getting yeah. involved with the Russian mafia, going to Amsterdam, getting involved in a sex show. I remember you, I felt like I had guns blazing. Now I'm like, just turned 50 and I just go in and I go, my daughter went to college. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but it is just time. It's just things change, but you got to keep living. And, and that's the one thing you do. You don't. You don't close yourself off from the world. You're constantly looking for a good adventure. You still have friends. You still go out and move. Like some, you know, people become celebrity stars, whatever term you want to use, and they'll they'll wall themselves off in Beverly Hills and they stop living. Oh. Happens with bands dude, all the time. Dude, then... I have, I could name, I could name five famous comedians who do not leave their house. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible way to live. And then you, what do you produce with? What do you? How, where does the you know where does the inspiration come from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, I look at it and I just go, "They're getting their inter- They're getting their acts from what, being on the internet." Awful, terrible idea. Because I'm, I'm not kidding. The machine. Tell me, this is real. This, this movie's really made. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We, I mean, we, we, we shot it in Serbia three months ago. We worked on it for two years, and and then, and 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 I, I mean, I, I was really proud of it. And then we just got involved with the, you know, the Russian war and the Ukrainian war. And I think everyone that was invested in it was just like, you know, we should wait until this war's over. And, and I was just sitting there going, I don't think this war's ever going to end. Right. And then I got drunk on Rogan and I just leaked the trailer. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, let's just, let's just get it moving. Like, I was like, I was like, let's just let people watch. Like, I think, I don't think anyone's going to watch this movie and go, you know, Oh man, this really reminds me of that Zelensky speech, you know? No, no, not at all. This is and this is what bothers me about people today. Like they it's always some jack off management guy. And and you're like, it's why this is a story about this is the, you know, a guy traveling, an American and, and watching his and this this insane story that by the way happens to be completely true. And yeah. It it is, and it's not about a government or war. It's 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 about a stranger in a strange land, and and true, like the the absolute definition of hilarity ensues. And you're like, is he going to die? Is he gonna, is it going to be great? Is it? But yeah, the fact that it's true is is above all the greatest part. Well, dude, I leaked the trailer, and it uh, and it it blew up. I mean, it had like a million views in in an hour. Yeah, and. Uh, and 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 the studio hit me up, and they're like, they were like, you know, that's. Not, I mean, they were excited to be dead honest with you. They're like, you know, I'm glad you leaked it. I'm glad this is all happening. Let's uh, let's get our marketing team together next week. Let's figure out a plan. And I was like, that's exactly what I wanted. Look, you gotta you gotta appreciate the people that work in a business that are uh, damage control before damage happens. You know, right. those people are smart, and I wish I had more of them on my team. Quite honestly, <laughs> but but. 
also those are the those are the people that are afraid to go jump in the water because they're afraid of sharks. You're like, That's listen, it. man, if you pay attention to the sharks, you're not going to enjoy the ocean. That's the it. ocean's awesome. Yes, yes, that's it. It, it. Listen, if they say no to everything, then they're never wrong, right? They're never proven yeah, wrong. Right. And, right. and I just, I've had enough of that over the years in this business, too. Just, we realized a long time ago, if, it's easier to get, it's the old saying, easier to get permission or get forgiveness than permission, because permission never comes. A lawyer always says no. That way, they're never wrong about whatever you're going to do. Yeah, I got, well, I, I did the, I, did, I definitely leaned into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and wait till people, because... Giant, real Burt fans are, are already know the machine. And then the yeah. others who don't know, there's those that heard the legend of it. And then the people who are going to find out about it when others go, you've got to watch this movie because it's going to come to life in a, in a way that none of us have seen so far. I, I cannot wait to see it. I think I think the coolest thing is that people are seeing the teaser and they're like, wait, this. so this isn't just the retelling of the machine story. This is the sequel to their machine story. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yes. it's, it is a, it is, it is awesome. Mark Hamill's in it. Uh, the lady playing, I mean, it's just, it's, if you haven't seen the teaser, you can see it on my Instagram. It's like the number one tag thing on my Instagram. And it's, and it, it I'm, I, I'm really proud of it. And I'm, I'm excited for the trailer to come out. I'm excited to get a release date. I'm excited for a premiere. I'm excited for everyone to just see it. I think you're going to love it. Is it going to go all the theaters? You just go to Netflix. What does it do now? Well, that was my, that was my plan. And so I was like, I was like, let's release the treat teaser. Like it's so hard to put a movie in theaters right now, but I was like, I know my fans and I know that they're going to come out and support it and be like, right. I'm dying to see it. And I want to see it in the theater. Look, if it goes to a streamer, I'm just as happy. I just want people to see it. Yeah, man, and that's because you are—you really are a born storyteller. I mean, that's—that is without a doubt. You're a great comedian, but you've also—and not every comedian is the ability to tell a story. There's there's guys who understand the math of comedy, and then there's there's guys like you who do it all, like all of it, and that's what makes it so great. Well, thank you, thank you, Johnny. That means the world to me. Thank you, that because you're one of the—I mean, you're the, one of the best to do it. So uh, the, that is a huge compliment, man. Well, no, and, and we were talking earlier, and I don't know that we've ever really dug into this. We just accepted it. The fact when you started doing stuff with your shirt off, I was like, I, I, for whatever reason, I saw the trailer, and we started talking and thinking about the first time you did that. Like, what a great way to a gain attention and just and just calm your nerves in a way of like, I have nothing left. I'm I'm out. <laughs> like it's it's just because you can't do it totally naked. That's about as far as you can go. Dude, I, you know what's so funny is I wish I remember I remember after like uh, the machine story went viral. I remember hearing comics talk about it. Like the comics, are, there are comics that are really too smart for the room sometimes, and they they get branding first and they try to brand themselves. They never really pop, but they're great to hang around because they see things very analytically. They see the numbers of comedy. Right. And I remember one of them goes, "Well, that's it." You, you'll be you'll be shirtless until the day you die. And I said, "What?" And he goes, "You found your brand. That's your brand. You're the most recognizable comic out there. You're the one without a shirt on. So <laughs> you take your shirt off, people go, oh, that's the guy.'" And I was like, "I wish I'd put some insight into that. I was just wanting to remind myself that it should be fun. I was yeah. drinking on a Thursday in clubs, ripped my shirt off, forgot to put it back on, and it worked. And I went, oh, "I'll keep it off." And then when I went to shoot my special, I realized I'm in form with a shirt on. And- <laughs> Yeah. In, no. in eight years, I don't know how to do it. It's great because if you were if you were this perfectly built, you know, and you know this Hercules guy, it would be it wouldn't be funny. In fact, it would be wildly detracting. 
And and the, oh yeah, you just you just so there's and for lack of a better way to describe it, there's something so genuinely funny about watching you make yourself laugh and see your entire torso laugh at the same time. That it's it's genius. It's genius, uh, man. Thank you, brother. I, that means the world. You know that that means the world no, to me. No, I mean I, I just it's fun. It's fun to to watch somebody become. And over the last ten years, like, and I know you've been doing it a lot longer than that, but. It's 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 the stardom and the level of everything, and now the movie, The Machine, is going to come out, and uh, you're going to shoot a new special up in Omaha this month, uh, and then 23 will happen, and you'll you'll work your ass off again. Yeah, I mean, I start my 23, 2023 tour is the Top Soft tour, and we start in Europe, and then uh, we're playing huge venues all up until I go to Australia, and then we're bringing uh, we're gonna we're gonna do. Uh, fully loaded again and then i got a huge announce that comes out next week that i can't really say anything about okay. but i have a huge fully loaded announce for october 2023 and uh yeah man i'm just trying look i'm I, look you know me you know me when i was broke and you know me now and i'm just trying to stay busy keep working keep my nose on the grindstone and 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 i just want people and, and me and you're in the exact same business people driving to work today I'm trying to create content so that when you're bored or if you're having a crap day, you can watch it, right. listen to it, and it cheers you up and you have a little bit better of a day. That's it. Me, me and you do the same thing every morning. Yeah, well, and it's simple. It's, it's even dumb it down further. It's just we're in the feel-good business. I, I have this speech with people all the time. Everybody out there, if you sell something, if you do something that you'd like people to watch or see or know about, remember, you're in the feel-good business. When they walk away, did they pay for your ticket? Did they, did they turn you in, in the, on their car? Then, then remember, man, you're in the feel-good business. When they walk away, they shouldn't feel like they got dicked for giving their time or their money. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's why, like, you know, you make your decisions on what you talk about. There's some. There's a couple of things I stopped talking about. I don't talk about politics on stage. I never really have, but it, and I don't know much about it. But it's like I watch it split the room in half, and 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 I go, I just want everyone to have a good time, you know. Right. So I, and then look, I don't know what I'm talking about. Also, so. Dude, you're right. The feel good business, man. That should be the name of my next special. <laughs> yeah, but you are. And by the way, the family's great. Everybody's great. Kids are great. Everybody's solid. Everyone's great. George's in college. Isla hangs out in her bedroom like a cutter. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think about you every time I get into some weird new rabbit hole. I've lately been into purchasing these 70,000 cubic foot smoke bombs. Whoa. Wire, like wire pull. And they're the size; they're bigger than beer cans. And I'm, I'm telling you, like when no wind is there, it it just it makes the world go away. It it sat down in a gully behind my house, and I thought, oh, this is bad. They're gonna call the fire department. Like this is so bad. And every time I start getting, it, I just had a case of these things delivered to my house because I was I'm so weird about stuff like this. So we went, we went. Uh, I, I can't really say where we were, but we, Isla and I were in in a, in, in a off the grid location. Uh-huh. Let's just say we weren't in LA. Yeah. And uh and I was looking at pocket knives and there's a kind of place where you, you get the illegal ones, the yeah. ones that switch blade that come sure. out long, long, long blades. Yes. And I said all I had to say to Isla was, you know, you can't get these in LA and immediately she's like, Get them all, get them all. And then we found out she's been taking a knife with her to school. And we're like, What? She's like, you never know, earthquakes. I go, What are you gonna do with a knife in an earthquake, Isla? <laughs> Because you know, Dad, uh, after an earthquake, everything goes sideways, and you're going to have to fight your way out. It's like an eight-inch blade. <laughs> so good, so good, man. It's just oh man, I miss you. I miss you. 
Oh, I miss you too, man. I, I can't wait to, uh, to see you back in Kansas City, and I can't wait to see this movie and, and, and be able to talk to people about it as soon as I've seen the entire thing, man. I mean, I think it's going to be a, a huge deal for you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Listen, I thank you for getting up this morning. I thank you for putting up with us, and uh, I can't wait to see you soon. Anytime, brother. Anytime. You call me whenever. Right. He is the great, the legend, Bert Kreischer. The machine's coming. It's coming, man. Stay right there, Bert. Hold on a second. For those of you who don't know, the machine is, it's a story. It's its a real story. It's, this is him. And people, and, and, and actually, I didn't get into it with him today, but, you know, it is widely believed, widely believed, and I believe by Bert as well, that Van Wilder was based on Bert's life in uh, Florida College. Uh-huh. Uh, he he was there for many years. Like, <laughs> he, he really he really enjoyed it. Like, do you remember the entire backstory? Yeah, uh, Jake. Because it's not obviously it's based on it. It's that's right. not exactly. You know, yeah, it's not like a biography. Yeah. yeah, he just became he came to be known on campus. He was at Florida State. And, of course, everybody's supposed to graduate. Some people even do it quicker than four years. But he was there four years, five years, six years, went into his seventh year. And then he became the party guy on campus. Like, anybody who threw a giant party for profit, you know, for money, he started, you know, kind of running the side thing. Because he knew how to make it happen, right? Uh And so he ends up in, I think it was Rolling Stone, a, a reporter, like somebody on campus does a story. I mean, exactly like Van Wilder. Somebody on campus does a story about this guy who's still here after seven years. Yeah. He hasn't graduated. He's kind of made his life out of it. And then Rolling Stone gets involved, and he's voted like the number one party animal and in the country. By the way, that crashes his whole world. Oh, yeah. Ultimately, that, uh-huh. that just much like in Van Wilder, then now the word is out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and Bert and then Bert followed this ability to to bring people together because he he just I don't know if he started out as a comedian like and that was his goal at all times or he just fell into it because he's that guy I'm not kidding like it there are guys who can tell jokes like hey do you hear the one but there's yeah. a math to it there's a thing to it and those guys are great as well but he's a storyteller yeah and and then and then he's a comedian also on top well bert has a way of telling a story too and laughing at himself yeah. that even in a special even if you're watching birdie boy or whatever you feel like it's you and him and a yes. group of friends like sitting around a fire or whatever and he's like oh my god listen to what happened to me on monday i remember the first time he came in the studio we were all just like so enamored that honestly we all wanted to be his best friend yeah, yeah. afterwards oh, we were yeah. just like this is the greatest human being I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I think I'm doing it right. Like, this is how you really do it. Like, he's telling these stories. And I'm like, take me with you, Bert. Right. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'll go with you now. Uh-huh. And uh, it, he just, he rolls out the machine. And it's a true story of him when he was uh, much younger and traveling abroad. When I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia. Here's how it happened. See, everybody who knows is clapping. Uh-huh. I went to school at Florida State. I was not a very good student. I was there uh, like seven years. I was there in most of the 90s. I, I was in college longer than grunge music was around. This is how bad of a student I was. One time, I signed up for a Russian class thinking it was Spanish. And it took three classes before I realized, I don't think this is Spanish. So I got up to leave the teacher who was hot. He definitely worked out. I'm kidding. I don't 
it was a girl. It was a girl. And she was hot. She still is hot. She stopped me. She goes, don't go anywhere. I need 14 kids to teach this class. You're the 14th. I need to teach this class in order to get my master's. So if you sit back down, you don't have to do anything all semester, and I'll just give you a C. I was like, uh, Strasbourgia, bitches. I'm back. <laughs> so I took Russian one, two, three, and four. Never learned a word. Think about what I'm saying. I took two years of a language, took four semesters of my college career, four, four semesters. Russian four was taught in Russian. <laughs> Do you have any idea what it's like to go to a class and sit there like an immigrant at the DMV all day? Like <laughs> the end of Russian four, same teacher pulls me aside. She's like, we're taking a trip to Russia. If you go, you'll get a minor. I was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> you know, I can't really speak, read, write, or understand the language, right? She's like, I'm fucking well aware of that. She goes, it doesn't matter. We need kids to make this trip happen. And if you go with all the classes you've taken and the ones you will take, you will get a minor. And I was like, that's all you had to say. Let's go to Russia and fuck some minors. It's a different, it was different minor, obviously. Learned that the hard way. So we went to Russia in 1995. This is when the mob ran everything. And they told us that our very first night. They sat the whole class down. They're like, listen, we have paid off the mafia to keep you safe. In exchange for our money, they give us two young gangsters. I'm in the room like, this trip just got fucking awesome. <laughs> the word for gangster in Russian is banditi. They go, these banditi are going to live with us. They're going to walk you to class. They're going to walk you back from class. They're going to take you on field trips, walk you back from field trips. Do not speak to them. They're in the mafia. Do not look at them. Do not engage them. Do not interact with them. I was like, well, they're going to be my best fucking friends. <laughs> so the first night I grab a bottle of vodka and a six pack of Baltica, which is our local beer. And I plan a sentence. I was going to say, Strasvutsia, Minyasavud Bert, Ochimbriatna, Yarabota, Yukoshka. I'll tell you what the sentence says. It's a badass sentence. I worked all day on it. Hello, my name's Bert. It's very nice to meet you. I work pussy. <laughs> Kind of. It really means I work with cats. <laughs> I didn't know the fucking language. What do you expect? Uh, it doesn't matter because the second the door opens and I'm face to face with a real Russian gangster with the wife beater and the tattoos with the track pants and the cigarette. And he, he just stares me up and down. A frat boy from Florida State. I was wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> he just looks at me and goes, Stole. I fucking panicked. And everything I had planned on saying flooded out of my head. And all I said to him in Russian in his doorway was, I am the machine. <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, what did you say? I was like, I'm the machine. He grabs me and he goes, come in and tell my friends. Brings me in a room full of nine Russian gangsters drinking and smoking and just goes, stop. Tell them what you said. Now I'm like, fuck it. I'm the machine. They looked at each other, looked at me, and they're like, F it, he's the machine! <laughs> and I became the machine, and these guys loved me. Yes. The, you gotta realize, though, the reason they loved me is I went shot for shot with them that night, all night long, until like four in the morning. But all I knew how to say in their language was, I'm the machine! And I f cats. <laughs> So, we did everything together. We, uh, like, the guy that answered the door, his name was Igor. He was like my best friend. We did everything together. We ran a pool hall scam. We stole a boat. 
it was literally the best summer of my life. And then one day, the whole class is taking a trip to Moscow. It's an overnight train trip. And I say to Igor, I go, this is going to be a blast. We've got to be in the same cabin. And he goes, I can't go. I said, why not? And he goes, different mafia runs train, different mafia runs Moscow. I said, well, hold on. What's that mean for me? And he goes, don't worry. I set up banditi. I tell them about you. They'll take care of you. Sure enough, we get to the train station, and he introduces me to my two new gangsters, Igor and Igor. <laughs> and he says to me, he goes, guys, this is the machine. If you give the machine vodka, you'll have a great time. <laughs> the big ear of the two Igors looks like a kid on Christmas. He's like, oh, I can't wait to play with a machine. <laughs> he grabs me, and he goes, the machine doesn't sit in coach. The machine sits in first class with us. I'm like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> We go to first class and it is pimped out with booze, food, and here's the real gangster part. Second the train takes off out of the station, everyone that works on the train comes in to pay their respects. The conductor walked in. Rips off the stars and stripes to his shirt, places them on my lap and goes, this is a present for the machine. It would be an honor to do a shot of vodka with the machine. I'm 22 years old thinking, huh, these machine stories might have gotten out of control. We drink all the booze in an hour, and Big Igor stands up, and he goes, Machine, we go to the bar cart to get more vodka. I'm like, it. I'm in the mob. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> we roll into the bar cart like a big in a locker room. Just, not that I've ever been that guy, but I've seen it. <laughs> Just smack. You know the look where everyone looks like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> oh, someone's here. Okay, all right. <laughs> Igor looks at me. And in Russian, he says, machine, go behind the bar and grab bread. In Russian, in Russian. And I understood him. For a second, I'm like, I'm fucking learning. I'm learning the language my way, not through flashcards and textbooks, but by joining the mafia. I get behind the bar, I'm like, Igor, I know what you said. He's like, go for your machine. Can the machine find cheese? And I was like, sir, cheese, I got it. Give me another one. And he's like, grab vodka. I was like, I already know that one. Give me another one. He's like, grab the money. I'm like, huh? He goes, grab the fucking money. And I realized at that instant, uh, we're robbing the bar cart. And I'm the one doing it, hooked on phonics style. I grab the money, walk out. Two of my classmates see me, and they're like, you're in so much trouble. Go back to our first class cabin and within five minutes, the head chaperone of this train trip, not the whole trip, just this train trip. She was an English teacher who did not speak Russian, who hated me before I robbed the train. <laughs> she comes over to our first class cabin and swings the door open with that like liberal arts confidence, just. <laughs> this shit is over. You're done. You're done. Stand up right now. You, you stand up. Stand, how how, you're done. Stand up. And Big Igor looks at me confused, then smiles, takes a big sip of vodka, spits it in her eyes and goes, no one talks to the machine like that. <laughs> Shuts the door in her face. He goes, F that bitch. This is Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, machine, when it gets dark, we have good time. I'm like, what the f are we doing when it gets dark? I'm a good person. 
I don't cheat. I don't cheat. This is why. Let me tell you. I don't cheat on my wife. I don't cheat on my wife because one morning our whole family was in bed. The dogs, the cats, the girls, my wife, and we were just giggling, and it was pure. It was perfect. And I, don't, I thought to myself, I don't ever want to screw this up. This is the most important thing. This is what it's, life's about. And they got up to make chop, chocolate chip pancakes, and I laid in bed, and I said, I will never cheat on my wife. I had a conversation with myself. I said, if I ever get into a situation where a hot girl's flirting with me, or I think she's flirting with me, and it seems like it could go further, I'm just going to block myself. I'm just going to look her in the face in front of everyone and go, I don't cheat on my wife! Now, I may be wrong. She may not be hitting on me. <laughs> she may throw a drink in my face, slap me. Or I may be right. I, none of that matters to me. What matters to me is that I don't cheat on my wife because I've already had that conversation. Here's the problem. I never had that conversation about robbing trains. <laughs> so when presented the opportunity, I thought I'd be like, not me. I'm going to go back and work on my verbs. <laughs> but apparently, when presented the opportunity, I'm the guy that's like, it. Let's start with my class. So we robbed them first while they slept, if that makes it better. And then we robbed the whole train. And if there's any consolation, we robbed me too. My bag was with them. And then we drank all night long, all night long, like literally until six in the morning, top five drunkest I've ever been without throwing up in my entire life. We pull into Moscow at 6am. I'm drunk. You ever been so drunk? You're like, I know I got a piss, but I can't find my dick. Train stops, sun's up, I'm hammered, door opens, same teacher, not mad. Curious, right? She looks me in the eyes, smiling, and goes, I want to be the one to tell you they've alerted the police. And I look out, and on the platform, my whole class is standing there with a cop, talking, they're upset, they've been robbed, I get it. Apparently, they had never heard snitches get stitches. <laughs> Big Igor sees this, and it's completely unfazed. He's like, oh, don't worry. I talked to police for both of us. I was like, oh, thank God. He cracks a bottle of vodka. I'm like, well, I wouldn't bring that out to an officer, maybe. Lights a cigarette, walks out to the cop, who's taking a statement. The cop is taking a statement. Igor walks up behind him, grabs him by the arm, spins him around, and goes, fuck you. We fuck you in the mouth. We fuck you in the ass. We, I'm like, stop with the fucking we shit. Now the cop is just staring at me and I hear him bark out, which I don't even know what that means, but it doesn't sound like you're okay, stay there. It is a come to Jesus moment where you know you fucked up. All I thought as I walked to the cop who's standing in front of the class, I just robbed. Next to the gangster, I robbed them with. My only thought was, this isn't how I plan on spending my second junior year. <laughs> and the gulag taking hot dicks to the throat. I get five steps from the cop who looks impatient as shit. He takes two big ass steps, grabs me by the arm, spins me away from my class, away from Igor, pulls me right into his face, and he goes, So, I understand you're the machine. <laughs> nice. Tonight, you party with us. I was like, what? He's like, tonight, you party with us, yes? And I looked at him, and I was like, wait, I'm not in trouble? And he gets so close to me, I can smell his morning cigarette, and he goes, no. F*** that bitch, this is Russia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.